Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. I gotta clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. Da, 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 da. Uh, P.S. Universe. It is that time of week again. We're coming here to y'all like we always do. We come up with conversations to have with y'all because we are not a cookie cutter pro- podcast. You know, we we share information with each other and at the same right. time, the PS Universe, and that's what we do. And we come week to week and we share these thoughts because how often, how many times can you listen to a the same podcast over and over again on different podcasts? You know, you got 13 podcasts using the same topic, using the same narrative, using the same rhetoric. And I'm like, that's just you. You lose a lot of that. Um, the phone, if you will. So we keep right. our shit, you know, at least try to keep it original. That's, that's the best way I like to describe. That's go. why I'm touching on all kind of different yep. things. That's the best way I can describe it too. Keep yeah, it free, free form, you know, free form you know? is like, you know, free for all. But other than that, what's going on there, brothers? Mm. I ain't got a whole lot. Um, <laughs> no, he ain't got a whole lot. Bachelor is about to be a bachelor. Do what? I'm about to get my bachelor pad. No, I'm kidding. I'm oh, I was gonna say, no, you ain't single. You're gonna you're gonna get a swingers pad. How oh no, you're gonna, you're gonna get a landing pad. Landing. Yeah, pad. I'm, gonna get a, I'm gonna get a landing pad. Yeah. Gonna get a landing pad. Gonna get a man cave. Right. You're gonna be like Deuce Bigelow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Rob, Rob Gigolo, the, the taking bully, taking bully bandit. You are yeah. funny. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Lay down and wear it, bro. Wear it with pride. Where does you get it, get you a t-shirt that says, I am the Kentucky taking and booty bandit. <laughs> well, yeah, that is really, that is really attractive. With pride. <laughs> that, that really attract, um, police the booty warrior, which I don't want to do. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, okay, when I go in the, um, uh, my local shops, um, I go to a couple of head shops, and I wonder I go to, it ain't really a head shop, it's a smoke shop where I get my stuff at. Yeah. Really great folks up in there. Um, I go to a second one because it's closer by. But um, when I when I, even when I run across somebody in like um, Walmart or on the streets, whatever, I give up my cards. I got the old the old fart card now, my old privilege card, and I pass those out. I'm like, ah, nice to meet you, man. It's right in Friday. Here's my card. They're like, right. Ain't nothing. There's no, um, there's no phone number. There's no email on there. I say, no. You want to find me? Come find me. I'm, I'm everywhere. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's my, that's my, that's my gig. Is like my car does not have a phone number or email address or even a link to any of our stuff. Whatever. I'm like, you want to find me? Come find me. That's you. You put in the legwork. You can find us. Right. Uh, I went in um last week to get my monthly tobacco stuff because um of course I'm you know fixed income. So I get my tobacco, back tobacco, my boxes and everything. I uh, pick up some supplies from there. Mm-hmm. The guy David, the Jamaican dude, owns a store. Really good dude. He's always good to me. They got a Pakistani dude that works there. He's a, he's a bulldog fan. He's always fucking me. Go dogs! And I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? Right. Um, but they always get some clerks in there every now and then, some new clerks. And they got a new girl in there. She was, like, very um, knowledgeable on her things. And for, for a millennial, and I even told her that. I said, for a millennial, I said, you're very knowledgeable. She goes, well, I, I try to uh, express what I know, my experiences. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool, you know. So um, yeah. I, I, I love going in there and hanging out with them. So I even, like, back in December, I passed up my cards. But, yeah, I went in yesterday and got some. Um, got me a new piece. My lady got some cigarettes. And um. I gave her my card. So I gave everybody my card. I said, I'm the Reverend Friday. I'm the ambassador of chaos. And she's like, cool. And I said, I come in here, you know, once, twice a month. Otherwise you won't see me when I come in that people know me because I, I wear oddball shit anyway. Right. Uh, so I, I'm not really a regular. I'm not in there every day or every week, but when I do come in there, they remember and recognize me. And then I give credit to Dave Chappelle for that. 
you know, right. half you know, he says, when you go into a bodegas, make sure you do something they remember you for, you know, right, right. I, I give him credit for that. So when I go into places like that, I talk to the owners, I talk to the clerks, I talk to, you know, people and shit like that. So I make sure they know, you know, that when I come back, they're like, oh, you're that crazy dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All yeah, right. 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 Y'all ready to go for the first topic, which will be the do y'all wanna do Yeah, the, yeah, go ahead. Um so JD posted this thing in group dub today about these um guys down in Florida stealing gas. But it, that's not the bad problem though. What was what was the thing about? Well what the thing was they went to the pumps, bypassed security, used some, some kind of device thing to bypass the security to make the pump machine it pump the gas out. And they were putting in these like big rain barrels, as they call them. Were they rain barrels or water buffaloes? They were some kind of barrel that held more gas than normal. Were they square and white with cages around them? I have no idea what they were. Okay. But those are called water buffaloes. Anyway, about six guys were running a gas ring down in Florida. So they were buying up the gas. Well, not buying up the gas. They were actually gas gas station. Yeah. And then going and reselling it for a cheaper profit down you know, in a southern area, Florida, right, right, southern down Florida, and I was like, okay, this kind of makes sense. You know, gas will go high. They would go steal the gas from the actual gas stations and try to go undercut them, right? No, I, yeah, I say, yeah, that's where they fucked up. That you know, that's where they went right. wrong. Because if you're going, I mean, legitimately, I mean, speaking as a former criminal, you know, street kid, gangbanger, whatever, knucklehead, you know, whatever shit. If you're going to go take something like that, mm-hmm. keep it for your own private use. That way you, because you already committed a crime and got away with it. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to turn around and go sell the shit. I mean, it's like people used to back in the days, you know, rob cigar trucks, cigarette trucks, um, uh, electronic trucks and sell, you know, shit on the back of the truck. So, I mean, yeah, you you can make money that way, but you're going to get caught because someone's going to snitch. I don't mind the question is if people are buying it for their cars and buying it for the whatever because these guys are something cheaper. Right. Did they um, offer a variety of garden hoses, you know, to uh, kind of siphon the gas into the tank? You know what I'm saying? No, sir. They were sophisticated. They had actually, actually had pumps. Because there are actually – I know where you're going with that. I know where you're going with that. Yeah. Um. But no, they actually were. They actually have legitimate pumps to um to get the the fuel from the the barrels back into the cars. But yeah, I got you. Um, can you, can you imagine that? Um, no, let me get that uh, yellow one with the green stripe. You know. Um, right. let, me, let me say this, Mike. Wait, hold, like on, that? hold on, hold on. Right. They should have a sign that says "Suck at your own risk." <laughs> right. Well, now, I was gonna say this. Um, didn't something like that happen in South Carolina or North Carolina somewhere? You what said it did. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have come up and found out they way to hack the gas machines and do this shit. But if you're going to do it, and I'm not trying to, you know, promote criminal activity, but if you're going to do anything stupid like that, don't go turn around and sell it. Right. I mean, my my thing is like, what's why I brought that up? Because like, I heard somewhere in one of the Carolinas where they stole four hundred dollars worth of gas. You know. Oh, that uh, don't seem like a, I mean, I, I, that don't, I know that don't seem like a lot, but um. Uh, I mean, these guys were taking, you know, barrels and barrels and barrels and probably using water buffaloes. So right. They, they were getting way more than that. Yeah, they probably got like thousands. Yeah, uh, they were stealing it by the drum loads. Right. Yeah. So they had a good, about a few hundred thousand dollars worth of gas. Well, I mean, they caught a few and arrested them already, but there's like a few still on the run. Oh, you better believe they're going to snitch. You better believe they're going to snitch. Oh, yeah. No, that goes yeah. down. If they don't snitch, I'll give them props. What I'm saying, but I'm, 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 
I'm, I'm calling 85% sure that they're going to snitch you. They're like, oh, well, I'm not going out alone. Fuck that. Fuck wasn't, that. My, wasn't my idea. I was just there, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a Robin Hood situation, right? They were, no, no, because Robin Hood gave back. He didn't charge a, a percentage fee. You know what I mean? They were stealing from the rich and trying to, you know, sell it at a cheaper profit instead of giving back to the poor. They were trying to well, sell that's, it. See, that's what they were trying to do. They were stealing from the rich. And selling it to the poor so they weren't poor themselves. Correct. Yeah, that's like that's so that's not technically Robin Hood like. Well, it's like we talked earlier about the whole you know food shortage thing coming up pretty soon. I um you know the idea of you know well we got EBT and SNAP and food stamps and all that shit. Can you imagine going in the middle of the woods and seeing a bear? Hey, Mister Bear, I got fifty of my cars. I'm getting that rabbit out your back pocket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. If there ain't no food, that food stamp ain't gonna do us no good, <laughs> asshole. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, what's a bear going to do? Hold a sign up that says we accept EBT. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Snap, snap program here. <laughs> right, right. Got to get a little lemonade stand, you know, EBT accepted. Right, right. You know, you oh, fish and be like, look, here, let me borrow a little bit of meat. I'll pay you back next week. You right. can't do that. Come on, Al. No, right. they, they won't cash on demand. Right. Or term on demand or something. Right, yeah. Suggested, you know, if food shortage shortage comes to it, shortage, I mean, sorry, comes way, way down to it, you know, if you have to eat bugs, then I guess you're going to have to do it or live off the land. I mean, that's the last case scenario, but it can also come down to if you have knowledge of the land, you know, if you know how to fish, you know how to hunt, trap, snare, you know, those things, and prepare your food and cook your food. And, you know, you, you can, you know, survive them because people do canning. They do jars. Right. They do smoked meats. They do um, curing. I mean, they make jerky. So, I mean, there are people in this world that know how to do these things. They're not really like, oh, well, they had they to, um, you know, um, sirloin steak at Walmart. Uh, I can't live. No, no, no. They're going to go out there and hunt some shit, some deer, some boar, right. some bear, mm-hmm. some rabbit. And, you know, they're going to do what they got to do. Like yeah. I said, my like I said, my father-in-law He's from old school, and he knows how to make squirrel pot pie. And sometimes he'll actually go out and back of his trailer and shoot a squirrel to make a squirrel pot pie. Now, he don't have to do those things, but he just misses it sometimes, so he does those things. Right. Um, um, I was also going to say this. Uh, it also comes down to, you know, when they talk about this whole food shortage. Yeah, if you if you know how to hunt, you know how to make your own food, that, yeah, that's a plus. But, you know, for those that don't. You got to learn how to do food. Well, they gotta learn. They gotta learn how to minimize their um, um, real quick desires, desires, if you will. You can't go into stores like Walmart, or, you know, Giant Eagle, Kroger's, Winn Dixie, whatever, and expect to buy top shelf brand stuff. Sometimes you gotta buy the bottom shelf brand stuff, and you know, the day old bread or whatever. You gotta learn how to survive like people did back in the day. You know, right. you can't expect to have top name shelf stuff. You gotta expect to get you know some off brand shit every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yep, um, and it also comes down to like you know the trickle down effect. You know the green. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't do that, Rob. Don't do that. Right. Not on our show. Um, there's no such thing as trickle down effect. I know people don't don't agree when I make that statement, but you can actually ask real economists. And I'm not talking about myself or my friends. I'm talking about they're actually real, true people that do economy, economists, and they'll tell you there is no such thing as trickle down economy. That is a political um, narrative. Okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah, don't, don't not on our show, bro. You know how we roll. You know how we roll. I oh, okay. I ain't, trying, I ain't trying to snap at you. I'm saying words like that right there, phrases like that are non-existent. That, that is a political narrative, 
And they, they shame on it for even, you know, putting that shit in anybody's head. Because when they repeat it over and over again, people pick up that narrative and like, oh, trickle-down economy. No, there's no trickle-down economy. What it is is, like we talked before the show started, the, the, the standard rule was he who has the goal makes the rules. Now, I say who, who makes the goal makes the rules because the people out there in this world that actually create the currency, they're right. the ones who are making the rules. They create the currency and distribute it to, you know, of course, you know, the green people, give them the money and say, okay, now you're going to do what we say and here's some money. Right, now, right. green people got all this fucking money and say, um, you're going to do what we say and we'll give you a little bit of money. So, but the people that actually create the currency are the ones that makes the rules for who, you know, gets what. So that's how they get their power. You know, they, they, they create the currency. Like the people talk about the Illuminati. Illuminati don't give a fuck about money. They create the fucking money. And that's not, that's not conspiracy. That's, that's, that's a hundred percent fact right there. Right. The, the five branches of the Illuminati, the ones that they, people talk about the global elitists. I'm like, fuck the global elitists. They don't, they don't, they're, they're, they're figureheads. The people that actually create currency and i'm not just talking about dollar bills i'm talking about currency itself the, the monetary value of currency those are the ones who make the fucking rules you know what i'm well, saying so well, so when that when the, the politicians come out with this whole narrative about trickle down economy there is no such thing trickle down economy you can actually study um you can actually go to i mean give you a basic example go to youtube and there are people actually who actually not debunk the idea of trickle down economy but explain to you right. why it's not real and I, so I listen to a lot of these stuff and I go, you know, read um, articles and stuff like that. Oh, so they're trying to pull a bullshit game again. Okay, got you. So I was like, I ain't snapping at you. I just don't want to do that to our show. You know what I'm uh, saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got okay. you. Yeah. All right. Rob was telling me about people think that the Illuminati are hiding these celebrities that fake their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. No, nah, Illuminati is not hiding no celebrities. You're not hiding no celebrities. <laughs> That's the Scientologists that do that shit. Oh gosh! But no, he, me, and him was having a discussion the other day. Like people think that Elvis is still alive, Tupac, etc. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now said that the Illuminati is hiding. I don't. I don't know about the Illuminati because uh, right. you got you got other. Um, uh, I want to say secret. I hate the word secret society because if you know about them, they're not a secret. So exclusive societies that keep you know shit behind closed doors, if you will. So I don't right. I don't like the word secret society because people say, oh, the Illuminati is secret society. We're like, it's not a secret. We know who the fuck they are. Right. We know they're we know they're a you know five a branch, you know, chain of command or try five branches of them that you know do a lot of things. So I don't like the word, but so now I'm I'm gonna tell you some funny shit because that's something I, I believe in myself. A lot of folks believe that Elvis still alive, they believe Tupac's still alive, they believe right. when Tupac died, he done put out three albums after his death. And I'm like, well, there's some shit. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I, I do get the idea that people want to believe these celebrities are still alive because I'm the same game with Jim Morrison. I, I'm a big fan of the Doors, but I'm a bigger fan of Jim Morrison himself, the artist, right. the poet, the philosopher, the, the shaman. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of him. Now, if anybody has ever seen the movie, they know that he died in a hotel room in Paris, France. Um, from what they call, you know, drug overdose or heart attack, you know, heart attack due to drug overdose, if you will. Now, but if you read some of the books, there's a book out there, uh, fuck, when the arrow flies, I want to say it is, I can't, I'm not, it's been a long time, but there's a book out there and it explains that when Jim Morrison died in that um, hotel room, only two right. people saw the body, his wife and his manager. There was no coroner report, there was no death certificate. 
All right. At the time of death, there was no. So what they did was they had a funeral and he's buried in um, Pierre Lachaise, the funeral, the big, famous, big, famous cemetery in, um, in Paris, France. It's right. called Pierre Lachaise. And um, but the death certificate was printed out later on because they had to have somebody printed out. Now, this is like I said, people call conspiracy, whatever you want to call it. I'm a big fan of these things. But um. So Jim Morrison was buried in this very famous cemetery in Paris, but uh, people, fans would come out there and they would light candles, do graffiti, pretty much what they consider vandalism. But it was pretty much a shrine to Jim Morrison, you know, all their little things going up. So the city of Paris, um, what year was it? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I want to say 96, 97. I'm not trying to be accurate. I'm just trying to give you mid-90s, if you will. They put out a big thing. They actually were going to exhume the crypt of Jim Morrison and get him out of Paris because they were tired of all the vandalism. That's what they that's what their thing was. Right, all right. Right. So some a silent benefactor came along and paid that cemetery a large sum of undisclosed amount of money to leave that body there. So so I started thinking, I was like, well, if you dig up the grave and pull the casket out and there's no body in the casket, that confirms that Jim Morrison is still alive. So, yeah, an anonymous source donated a large, large amount of money right. to make sure that grave stayed there. And they paid the fines. They paid the fees for, you know, try to keep it clean. People still come out there and throw tributes and all that shit, you know, flowers, pictures, candles, toys, you know, whatever and stuff. <clears throat> but they were they were not allowed to move the body. So, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm a firm believer that Jim Morris is still alive. Not, he's not that he's actually making music. But he's influenced a lot of people out there with um, his philosophy and his um is 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 pretty much his mindset, if you will. I, right. I really do believe he's actually still alive, influencing a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people, like a lot of because I've seen some stuff over the past ten years, and I can actually tie into. It looks like a little Morrison esque, and I'm not not saying the Doors, but Morrison himself. Because if you ever read the American Poet, or the I'm sorry, the American Prayer, um. And listen to the album. Yeah, I mean, he, right. his, his philosophy is just like he, he's in tune with a lot of the universe, you know. And I see a lot of the influence of um, some of the um, people for the past 10 years. So I'm a believer that Morris is still alive. So if people want to believe that Pac's still alive and Elvis still alive and shit like that, I'm all for it. But the Illuminati hiding them? Nah, no, nah, I'm not buying that. Yeah, yeah. You got, well, when I'm listening back to what you were talking about, that, yeah, you kind of have a point, you know. But I do understand where people come from when they say the Illuminati is hiding these um, dead celebrities. But I think that's pretty much they come to a point where they're just tired of the bullshit and need a way out. Now, they might reach out to somebody that has connections in, you know, in these um, societies or sects, whatever, especially the Scientology. They have deep connections into a lot of the bullshit, you know, but they're not right. allowed to disclose a lot of their things. So I I'm, I can see where that, that goes. I, I can see where the... I guess the misconception is the Illuminati is hiding celebrities, but I mean, yeah, there is probably somebody involved up on the food chain that has, you know, got involved and helped out. Right, right. All right. <laughs> that was fun. Fuck. Yeah, it was. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, 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 I said, um, I, was, I was saying the Red does have a point, you know, um, it could be the people could actually be alive, but especially look at what happened with Jim Morrison and his gravesite, and then you know, like at, I said, yeah, I, I'm all for if anybody claims that they believe that these celebrities that they love right. are still alive, I, I I won't deny them, you know. But they said, well, I saw Elvis working at McDonald's, you know, in South Florida. I nah, fuck you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Uh, no, 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 I'm not well, buying. Like I'm not. The rumor suggested that uh, Elvis's twin brother that he had, yeah, 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 was actually Elvis, and they claim that he still is a caretaker of Graceland. Now I've also heard a theory what, that, what that the story goes behind. Yeah, I've also heard a theory. Though, now it's also like conspiracy theory, theory, whatever you want to call it. That actually, it was his brother who died, and Elvis took his identity when he died. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I've heard that. I've heard, heard that one that. also. You know, I haven't heard that one. That's a new really? one. Really, really. Wow. Uh, yeah, I never heard that one either. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, that's wild to me. Like, you want to elaborate? No. Okay. Elvis has a brother. That looks almost like him. Not identical, but looks almost like him. But as right. you know, as you get older, you start losing a lot of your younger features, so you don't look the exact same as you did when you were younger. Right. So now, as they get older in their ages, they look you know similar, but not exactly the same. So right. even if you don't see Elvis, say you don't see Elvis for five years, you don't see his brother for five years, right. then his brother dies, you take his identity, you can say, well, that's Elvis Presley there, he died. You know, that's all you got to do is like, well, I, I'm, I'm the brother. Right. He, he, my, my brother Elvis died. So, I mean, but I, I've heard those theories. You know, I can't, can't confirm them, can't back them up. I'm just saying I've heard those things. And right. I, it sound, to me, it sounds plausible, if you will. That his brother died of an overdose, and he was the one that was, you know, they called in the police and everything, and it's like, oh, that's Elvis, he's dead, because he was tired of uh, all the bullshit, he wanted to get out of it, you know, and he saw an opportunity at that moment, like, oh, shit, you know, right. he had a chance He had a chance to jump out, that's, you know, but I can't confirm it, can't deny it, all I know is that it does sound plausible. Yep, so y'all were talking about the uh, marijuana thing? Marijuana! Now, before we get into this topic, I'm gonna say right now. I'm gonna say right now. Do not give credit to the U.S. government for doing this, because they're the ones who took it from you to begin with. They're the ones who been penalizing everybody from the begin with. They're the ones who made it illegal from the begin with. They're the ones who made it hard as hell for potheads to walk around and smoke dope. So don't give them full credit. All you got to do is think that. Maybe it's time because there are a lot of activists out there that's been pushing this stuff to happen for the past, what, 50, 60 years. So it ain't the U.S. government going, oh, we're going to legalize marijuana ball. No, you're going to do what's right for the people because people have been standing up to you for the longest time. The people have been fighting back. They they have been, you know, calling for this stuff. I mean, there's legitimate activists out there who turn politicians to get their foot in the door. You know what I'm saying? To make this stuff happen. So don't don't give Joe Biden credit. Don't give the Democrats credit. Don't give the Republicans credit. Don't give anybody credit for passing this bill. This credit should be given to the people who fought to make it happen. That's right. what you need to give credit to. Right. And they're going to, yeah, because they, they're going to claim fame straight away. Oh, look what we did for the people. Look what, no, we, you didn't, look what we did. They're going to virtual signal all, all day long. Look what we did because it's. Election times in November for the midterms, they know they're going to get fucked real hard because they've been doing a lot of bullshit to a lot of people, and a lot of people are pissed off. So um, that's what they're doing. They're throwing us a bone. Like, oh, look, we're going to pass marijuana. And I think it will go through this time because they actually had the same bill in 2020 that passed the um, House, you know, all that stuff. But a Republican shot it down because it was a Republican majority um, Congress. Well, right now it's a Democrat majority Congress. So I'm pretty sure it's going to fly through. It's going to be passed. Now, the bad thing is what they're not realizing, and like we talk about the, the tax thing, what they're not realizing, you can find any of these documents. Um, you can go to the open web source for any of these documents they pass through Congress. Um, you can find any of these bills, laws, and anything like that. Right. <clears throat> they want to um, include a 5% sale tax. 
then they want to increase that to 8% later on, depending on, well, not depending on, they are going to increase to 8%. But what they're failing to realize is the reason to legalize marijuana is to keep it out of the, the black markets, keep it off the streets, off the, you know, the cartels, the, the drug dealers and everything. And right. so people don't have to involve themselves in criminal activity to order to buy marijuana. But if you're going to create marijuana, make it legal and make it a 5% and 8% sales tax, all you're going to do is still do the same thing. You're not deterring people from because people ain't going to want to pay that sales tax, even though it's legal. They're not going to want to go dispensary and pay the extra money, you know, for the same amount of dope you're going to get on the street. So that whole sales tax, I mean, it's I mean, I, I've, I said it from even when I was a kid. When it, if they ever do legalize marijuana, it's going to be a sales tax like marijuana and cigarettes and all that on alcohol and cigarettes like that. But it shouldn't, they should not go above a certain pay rate. And I'm three percent. I, I think would be fair. As a as a as a pothead, pot smoker, been smoking weed all my life. I, I would agree to a three percent. And I'm pretty sure a lot of potheads are thinking the same thing. Three percent right. is not bad for going to a store and buying you some marijuana. It comes from a person who has um, smoked pot around a lot of pot is. I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Saying 3%, you know. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not, that's bad, not bad, bad at all. But like 5 and 8%, that's, uh, right. that's outrageous. Because yeah, like, that, that means like, okay, so say like you want to go buy a dub or, you know. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure you. I'm pretty sure you're gonna be able to buy, because uh, I know one of my shops here they sell by the gram. But if you're gonna buy right now, you can get Delta Eights. I, I buy half ounce for forty five bucks, fifty bucks. So let's right. just say fifty. Let's just say fifty dollars at a at a dispensary, and you put you know five percent on that. So that's right. an extra what five dollars, right? Is that my yeah? Correct? So you paying like fifty five dollars. You paying fifty, and then if you paying like uh, or say like you saying spending sixty. I mean, it's like spending like 65 or however that works. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So now, but you can go on the street, though, and still pay 50 bucks for a, you know, um, you know, a good half ounce of, you know, regular regular weed and everything. So right. that raising that tax up that high, that's not really going to deter anybody from stop going and, and, you know, investing their money on street corners or, you know, the local dealers. That's going to so, make things worse. Right. But I do. I know they're gonna. I know they're gonna pass a lot of these um, stipulations. You know where you can smoke, how much you can smoke, how much you can have. I, I'd be gonna throw all those things in there. But that that that. Yeah. Um, really, how they do it here in Louisville? Um, yeah. So that, like, go ahead. Like I was gonna say. Um, now, the Louisville Metro Police Department cannot mess with you for uh, marijuana if it's um, under an ounce. Yeah, under now, 20, under 28 a, grams is a misdemeanor. Now, if you have an ounce and over, then they can give you, like, they can fine you and give you up to, like, 45 days in jail or something or like that. Or a ticket. Or a ticket to go to court, you know, well, a yeah. summons, if you will. I have a question for you. Yeah, and, uh, uh, go, ahead, go ahead. I know your question, but go ahead. I want you to ask the folks. Well, look, if it passes and everything... The THC in it is what gets you high, correct? Well, no, there's a lot of... Um, the THC is the main component of the um, cannabinoids and right. the, the psychoactive, you know, use of the plant itself. So, but yeah, the THC count, it will be the one that's going to be um, looked at as far as, you know, high grade, mid grade, low grade, you know, stuff like that. But they try to take some of it, some of it away, make it less potent. I mean, no, I don't. Uh, they're, they're doing that now. They're doing that now because um, places like California, Colorado, uh, I'm not positive, but I think it's anywhere from 3.5 to 6 right now is a standard for 
um, THC content. I, I'm not positive. I'm just I'm going by what we sell in our shops here, and then I did a little bit of reading of what they sell out there. Right. So, but to order to get you know like straight from a farm and say there's a farm in Oregon that grows marijuana. That's all they do. So they got like 10 acres of marijuana. They got you know great beautiful buds that will just get you so much just smelling the shit. So. That right there um, would be a high, high TAC content. Right. So, I mean, um, I know they, um, they when they get the stuff out of Oregon and California, you'll sometimes find 88 to 94 to 96% TAC, I mean, which is, you know, really, really good stuff. So, I, I do, like I said, they're going to regulate, they're going to try to regulate these numbers. Right. That's what they're going to do. They're going to regulate the numbers to make it to be, well, you only do so much here, so much there, so much of this percentage here, you know, this, that, 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 that. So, but the it's it's gonna it's gonna benefit everybody if they do it right. But that tax increase right there is gonna not deter, not gonna make anybody want to buy from dispensaries. All they're gonna do is still buy from the street corners because it's still cheaper. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I do, like I said, but don't don't applaud them. Don't pat them on the back. None of these policies give a fuck about us. It's the people that fought for this shit for years. You know, to pass these laws. So don't let them sit there and go, oh, look what we did for you. We gave you marijuana legal. No, no, people fought for that shit. Just like Rosa Parks, just like Jesse Jackson, just Uh like King, you know, they fought for the right for people to share, you know, restaurants, buses. Or just like um, Richard and Mildred Loving when it comes to dating. Right, right. So there are people in this world that actually fought to change these laws. Now, the government didn't give anybody the right to share a counter. The government didn't get anybody the right to share a water fountain or share transportation or share a school. That people fought to have those rights given back to them. Right, you right. Because they had already those rights were already to them. So they fought to give them back. So the government didn't give anybody those things. So don't right. I don't want anybody to sit here and think though, no, oh the Democrats are doing a wonderful thing and we'll give everybody yeah. legal marijuana. No, 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 no. Because there's people in this world that fought for those things. Yeah, they it, it. <laughs> now the funny thing I, I find this is what I find funny is uh, if you go back about ten years ago, I'm gonna give a time frame, ten years ago, right, there were right. a lot of politicians that were totally against legalized marijuana. I mean, I mean, 100% marijuana is the devil's lettuce. You know, marijuana will... Gateway drug. Right, right. So they spotted him. They were completely against marijuana at all. All right. Those are the same policies right now are pushing for marijuana and also investing in marijuana companies, which I think is funny because they realize that, oh, wait a minute, we've been doing things wrong. We were doing it the wrong way. We need to promote this shit and make money from it. So right. there's, there, there's a handful of them out there that actually were totally against it 10 years ago are actually now, you know, trying to help push it forward. But, yeah, don't don't ever don't ever let them people come on TV and say, oh, we gave you legal marijuana. No, you didn't give a shit. We, we fought. Right. We fought for it. You know, and like JDX beginning to show. What about, you know, the, um, the criminal factor of it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll lessen crimes on marijuana depends on the situation. Now, I can't say they're going to expunge everybody's past records or whatever, but they can if they want to. But there's also a big difference when, you know, you got a U-Haul truck, you know, full of marijuana compared to someone with a dime bag on a corner. Big difference on, the, you know, the sales and distributory factors, you know. Right, right. Or someone's got a plant in their backyard they use it for their own purpose compared to someone's got, you know, 30 plants in their garage. You know, there's a big difference. So, I mean, they're going to they're gonna, um, fudge with the numbers, if you will, to make, you know, Keep it where they can still control it. Just because it's legal don't mean they won't try to control it. So y'all got to remember that. Just because they're going to legalize it don't mean they won't try to control it. 
Right. Yeah, but don't give them credit. Don't give them credit for it because there's people out there who fought for those things. Yeah. Give give them credit. Yeah. All right. Now you uh, now JD, you said before you said this all the time. You have never smoked marijuana, so you always ask our advice on it. Um, is there anything you want to talk about marijuana? By the way. Because I know last time you asked me about bong water, and I, I mean, tried to explain bong water why it smells so so skunky, you know. No, I, right. just, I just find it interesting, you know, to hear your all's perspective on it. Is all. But see, I'm the same way. I can talk about most drugs because I've experienced those drugs. Right. Um. Um. I, I've done. I, I still do LSD. I love. I love LSD. I'm a big fan of. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a amateur psycho nut. Hold on. But I have never done DMT. I have never done Special K. Um, I've done some other things. I've done plenty of fucking cocaine. I've done a, yeah. I ain't no Scarface cocaine, you know, person. But I've done enough cocaine to know what the fuck cocaine does. And I've done it in several different forms. When I say several different forms, I'm not just talking about powder and crack. I'm talking about I've actually mainlined cocaine once. But that was something a long time ago. So I, I've experienced, like, I don't have any real meth stories. I only got one meth story because I've only done meth, like, once or twice in my life. And I've only right. done something stupid. So I don't have any um, heroin stories. And I don't have the fentanyl stories. But uh, I can speak on a lot of, of topics about certain drugs because I've experienced those things. Yeah. Ecstasy. I've done a lot of ecstasy in my time in a short period of time. Now, I know people out there have done more than I have. But I can speak on, you know, those things right there. I can, but I, marijuana, yeah, I'm. It's, it's always been um, demonized, if you will, because of some politicians. Right, right. So don't let the same politician turn around and tell you that, oh, we're going to give this to you. No, you ain't going to give us shit, motherfucker. We're taking it back. Right. We're taking well, it like, back. What I was going to say was I have a lot of stories about, you know, marijuana myself. I've, you know, not done it on a bowl, per se, or a bong, but I've always really? done it. Lunch, uh, you know. man, I, I try all different kind of ways. I, I I I know I had a friend of mine in Florida. He would always experiment with everything. Um, vapor chambers, the volcano, the pyramid, the balloons. I mean, he'd experiment with all kind of ways to smoke one. Because there's people actually actually out there who test marijuana in different ways to see how how high it will get you, or the different high it will get you. And I and right. I gotta agree, because night nightly when my old lady gets home, I don't smoke during the day. I'll wait till 11 o'clock at night to smoke a right. joint with my lady. So she'll come home. I'll roll a joint up and we'll smoke that. Now, I, I'm a fan of that because it's quick and easy. Smoke a joint, pass it around. You know, that kind of deal. But if I take that same amount of marijuana in that joint, actually a fraction of it, if I only take a quarter of that marijuana and put it in a pipe or a bong, I'll get just a little bit higher because you get more direct right. smoke, if you will. Um, people that smoke blunts. I don't smoke blunts because I think it's just, it's what they call, I, I, I think it's fashionable, if you will. Right. You know, oh, let's, let's roll a blunt. Yeah, but you're going to roll a fucking um, an eighth of weed into a big old joint, then you out of weed. I mean, you could take that same weed and put it in a pipe or a bong and you can get a little bit higher, you know, or put it in a, um, um, a vape bubble or a uh, balloon or whatever and shit. So it's like there are people out there that study the um, yeah, ideas yeah. of how to get. The, the most out of your high, if you will. Um, I, like, I'm like eating it. Oh, I'm a big fan of the edibles. Oh, I think they're amazing. What you about can, you can get the same high without smoking this shit? I'm like, it's amazing. What about what about hookah? Cause I've done, you know. No, yeah, we we actually were talking about it yesterday because her dad came over and he was like, we were we were talking about um, you know, bongs and everything. Everybody tell you, I had this one person left me a hookah at my house. You know, a traditional Indian hookah with the clay pot and everything and he goes 
uh, I didn't know what to do with it. So it sat in my, it sat in my garage, you know, for about two or three years. He goes, I can't even give it away. Nobody wanted it. So I just threw it away. I said, I don't blame you because hookahs are good for if you have it a large gathering, you know, because you got to get, because they pretty much people that, that use the hookahs traditionally aren't just smoking marijuana. They're smoking hash. They're smoking herbs or other things. Because what it is, you get a big clay pot and you get the charcoal disc and light right. the charcoal disc on and put your little, um, tent over there then put your herbs and everything like that and you sit around smoking you know get high and all that stuff so it's like um it they're cool to look at but you have to have a large i mean you have to have at least four people to do well, those things you know what i'm saying you you can you can actually burn a quarter of weed in one setting and i'm like that's just to me it's a waste you yeah. know that's, that's, oh. right. uh-huh. that's just me though i got a question for you okay over, remember over in the Highlands? Uh, oh yeah, the hookah bar. Oh yeah, I, I did ask that question. It's still there. I mean, by the. Um, uh, uh, let me look that up. Um, it was Aunt B's, wasn't it? The ice cream shop that I went into. It was next door to it. Something like. So y'all that. got a hookah bar up there? Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, I'm, I'm trying to see if it's still there. I've been in it. I watched Rob and them do the hookah thing. It was pretty neat. Yeah, um, some people like see. Oh, I know. Depends on where you go. They call them tea rooms, also. Yeah, um, they serve tea and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I know, but I'm saying I've heard it um, called a oh, you know, hookah bar. Oh, Grand Hookah Cafe, yeah, still there. But I've oh. heard it called hookah bars, and I've heard it called tea rooms, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, if you got uh, a place like that, you can walk in, take a couple swats. That's that's cool. But to, for personal use, I, I think it's a waste unless you have a you know a good gathering of people. Now, if it's just me and my lady, I, that's a that's a waste, you know. Yeah, I mean, we went in there, they went in there, and I went to like I said, it was uh, it was what was that pie shop? Or was it Aunt Bees? Rob, think it was, was uh, it. something. I think it was. I wouldn't. I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been so long ago. They were doing that. I went over next door to this ice cream shop and ate ice cream. <laughs> it's good. But when I got yeah. that, yeah, same thing. It's like yesterday. Uh, me and my lady, uh, we were out running errands for a while. We came back and we sat on the back porch. And we smoked right. just one bowl. But we were actually in the yard yesterday, messing around. Uh, we moving greenhouses. <laughs> Moving foot, um, wood around, breaking up leaves, you know, putting up birdhouses. She was um, doing some planting and gardening and everything like that, fixing water hoses. So we're not just smoking weed and going, hey, man, we're stoned, man. Now, I love, don't get me wrong. I know y'all listening out there. I know y'all listening. I love my potheads. I love my potheads. But you got to do stuff with yourself, man. <laughs> now, right. now, I, I got to tell, tell a dirty secret on myself. The last week when I when I went to my, my tobacco store, um, yeah. Her son wanted a new um, mod box and get some new carts and all that shit. And right. I bought it home and I set it up for him. I charged it up. I, 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 the setting, I had it on low. I put the cart in there. And, I, okay, it's charged now. I took a couple of hits. I'm like, oh, that's pretty sweet. You know, I was like, that's pretty cool. Then um, I said, I wish you would have got one with a heat setting on there because you could have got a better, you know, stronger hit off there. And he goes, what about the bottom of it? I was like, oh, holy shit. At the bottom, there's actually a, dur- a turn dial. So I put it right in the middle for the heat setting. And I hit it again. Dude, I almost fucking lost my lungs. I was like, oh, oh. My, lady wow. heard me, my lady heard me from across the fucking room. She goes, I thought you were dying. I said, I was dying. So I hit it again. Then I choked again. So I turned it back down to like a quarter away. Hit it again. I'm like, okay, that's a, that's pretty good smooth. I ain't choking and dying. But I got so blistered off a of three hit. I mean, I was just sitting there going, hey, man. Where are the nacho fucking french fries at, man? You know, I was like, <laughs> oh, stone. And then I was like, oh I was like. I was going to sit down and play some video games, but fuck that. <laughs> I don't even want to play a video game right now. But I know a lot of people get stoned and play video games and get all excited. Hey, Red. So, you, oh, hold on. So, so, hold on. So, so I, I was, when I came, when I, I took a while, um, so I just watched some TV. 
You know, and I was I had a better time just sitting there watching TV like, yeah, this some good stuff. And I, I was I was stone stone off of like three hits. But that first one was like a mild hit. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Turn it up. Kept it right where it was. Well, no, yeah, why not? <laughs> like I said, I you, like You have to be the one to be like, mm, let's see what this does. I know. Well, well, I, I almost died over there. Well, I, I, but, I, but I did know, I did know that I turned it up full blast. I did know that. That's why I went to, I went to the half. I'm like, okay, 2.5. That's that's because I looked at numbers. That yeah, have, a, a quarter, a, a quarter is good enough for you. Don't turn it up to half, no more. I'm like, I'm not, even on my <laughs> even on my box, I keep I keep it on mid fire. Um, right. I got I got three heat settings: low, medium, and high. I keep mine on medium all the time because I have to get the um, Delta Nines out of Col- um, Colorado and California. Right. So I get I get the real deal carts. So, right, so right. when I looked at his, and I was like, oh, so I turned it up just just halfway. I'm like, halfway should be fine because it's mid like mine. Well, Shit. Before- Shit, my lungs yeah. came. My lungs came out of my ass. Came out yeah. of my nose, my ears, yeah. my eyes. I, my I, lungs were wah I'm, <laughs> I'm hey, talking now, hey. just thinking about the shit. Uh, All right. So, well, before we go and run out of time. Oh yeah, uh, we are. We are already out of time. Oh, I was gonna say you're just gonna switch over to the podcast thing, but yeah, I, I guess we're gonna have to drop that. We're gonna hold uh, that for next time. Actually, um, if you don't mind, because like I said, Rob can help me out with um. Testing on Spotify Live. That might be a topic, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can help you out with that. But I mean, it is a long topic, you know, the idea of um, podcast in twenty twenty two. But we had a great time. That's what I'm saying. That's what we do. We we get to have conversations, and then time just carries on. That's why we got to minimize our time. So we are past the time limit right now. So do y'all got anything else for the folks before we get out of here? Oh, uh, no, I'm good. I said all I need to say other than Brian knew about turning that bong up a little bit too high. It wasn't a bong. It was a mod box. It was a, it was a, a, mod, a, a mod box, whatever that tip was. Don't yeah. turn it to halfway. No more. You know you can handle that. Now, okay, well, hold on. Another dirty secret, then, because the other night I got bored, and I broke out one of my old bongs because I was just like shits and giggles. I broke it out. Um, so I took it apart. Cleaned it out, cleaned the water out, cleaned the stem out, and everything like that. And I put some ice cubes in there because that's an old school trick. Put ice cubes in your bong, get a smoother hit. So I, I took it, took a big old hit, and I'm like, oh, that was so smooth. Man, right. I miss doing that shit. Then I went to go pull the the bowl out to clear the chamber. Went to choking and coughing and coughing and choking. And I put the bowl back in, passed my old lady. She goes, is it safe? I'm like, yeah, 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 go hit that. Just hit it, hit it easy. So she hit it. She never clears the chamber, right? She'll fill the whole chamber up, then pass it back. Then so I got to sit there and clear the chamber out. So I ain't got to hit it. I ain't got to light it anymore. I'm just clearing the chamber for when she hits it. And um, she goes, "How come when I hit it, I don't choke, but when you do, you choke your ass off?" I said, "Cause you never clear the chamber out, bitch." You know, we, we joke around with each other, right? And um, she goes, "Okay." And so she took the bong from my hand, lit it up, <clears throat> took a big old swat. Pulled the bowl and went, cleared the whole chamber and looked at me. She goes, what now, motherfucker? <laughs> I said, none, none, <laughs> none, none. Uh, 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 hey, uh, well, hey, hey, uh, this is a little piece of advice. If you're going to mess with a mod box like that and you're going to try to turn it app, don't, don't kill yourself. 
Well, I mean, people people know how to use them. People know how to use them. So that's what I did. I knew the low setting was a lower hit and about medium would be a good hit, you know. But I didn't realize how good that hit was for medium. So I turned it back a little bit more yeah. quarter. I'm like, oh, there it goes. Mine's easy. You got high, medium, and low. I keep mine on medium. I get, I can take Yeah, you want a different one. The one you got your son, apparently. Well, it was the same brand. It was a, it was Jokan. It was the same brand, but it was a different model. See, that's that's what the problem was. Some no, models, it, wasn't, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem. I mean, it was just like it was a probably a, a um, I don't know if it was a better product, but it it, it works. I, I will say that I have no, I had never had a problem with Yokan's um, mod battery boxes. I'd never had a problem. I don't like the pins. Right, right. I don't think pins burn as well. But like I said, we are out of time. I know we got to get out of here. But before we do go, I want to make sure y'all got everything out out of out of the. I need a system because I, I did write a little sermon last night and saw you know a little bit. I want to read that off, but JD, you got anything else for the folks? I'm good. I'm All good. right. Let me find my glasses. Uh, you know, I'm old and shit. All right. So I was thinking there last night. I was um, watching a little bit of TV. I wasn't even smoking or nothing like that. And then a thought hit my mind. And because um, someone said something, and I was like, you know what? Uh, that makes something sense. So I started writing shit down. <clears throat> so I'm going to read it off like this. When did humanity lose its humility? According to those in power, their virtue is outstanding and, and unwavering. Funny how someone with money and influence can tell us how to be good humans, all the while they have their claws clenched in our souls. To quote, signs, signs, everywhere there are signs. Fucking up the scenery, breaking my mind. Do this, don't do that. Can't you read the fucking signs? Now, as the song says, I got me a pen and a paper. And I made up my own little sign. The world may be yours, but guess what, motherfucker? The soul was mine. That's it. Well, I mean, that's what I do. I, I write right. things down, you know. So I well, mean, no, I, deep, dude. Yeah, but that's, that's what it is. Like we talked earlier about the people with the, the green people. They have that money. They have that influence. They can tell people how to feel. That's dangerous. Don't come at me, bitch, because this is mine. This is mine. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But other than that, y'all say goodnight to folks. We're going to get out of here. Great, great. All right. We love y'all. Peace. Postgame show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it.